Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Steve Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, bro? Shit, man. Can't call it, man. You know what I'm saying? Your boy good uh, off this weekend. So, you know, probably get some shit done around the house or whatnot, but Feeling all right, though, man. How you feeling? Everything good with you? Man, everything is going great, man. Just uh, out here hustling, man. I can't complain. You know, you know, trying to get to this money. Shit, aren't we all, man? All man. trying to get to this money, man. Absolutely. Man. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, usually, you know what I'm saying, on the second episode of the week, you guys already know we give you one of our favorite segments of what we're watching, but because of the content of what we are about to discuss and, and severity of it, we are going to skip it this week. Um, because I mean, we we got to get into it. We got to talk about this, man. Snowfall, season six, episode six. Um, this this might this might be one of the best episodes of the series. This might be a top five episode. It was so much that went on, um, and and the, the crazy part is, is that most of it was mainly focused around Jerome and Louis' uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. But there was there was a lot, you know, what I'm saying surrounding that at the same time. So it wasn't like. Uh, you know, nothing else went on, but for the majority of the episode, um, Jerome and Louis were the, the center, you know, center centerpiece, the focal point. So, um, you said that, you know what I'm saying, you had to watch it twice, and I ain't gonna lie to you, I had to watch it twice as well, because that's how good this episode was, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss nothing. So, watching it, you know what I'm saying, like, you hit me up on the text, like, hey man, you know what I'm saying? The, the internet ruining it for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing things. I'm like, hey, man, just, I, I had to hit you back. Like, hey, man, you know, that shit was wild. So, watching it, you know what I'm saying? What was your reaction, man? Well, I mean, we don't have to necessarily start the pod there. But, like, yeah, the internet got me. And the only reason I was even really on the internet, man, so I got, like, this one pickup. Right? And, like, when I get there, I got to ring this bell or whatever, and I got to wait for them to come open the door. So sometimes they take a minute. So I'm just sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. So I'm like, shit, man, pull my phone out real quick. You know what I'm saying? Pop open the app, and I just, I stroll, I ain't even stroll that much, dude. And then yeah. I see a fucking obituary for a drone. I'm like, man, come on, y'all. Y'all got to put this shit up on Thursday, man. Like, come on. Yeah, so it's man. like I automatically knew, damn, Jerome is going to die, man. So yeah. um, so the internet got me. But, like, that, that storyline, well, at least, like, the whole shit about Jerome, man, that's, that's a lot. So, yeah. I mean, if you don't mind, I, I don't want to necessarily get there yet, okay. but like, um, 
But Teddy, though, man, you know, like Teddy, yeah. Teddy's, Teddy's storyline is still, it's, it's really the way they're doing it, they're leaving it up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way that we left it. But I remember us talking after one episode one day and we were saying, well, one of us said, I can't remember who, who brought it up, but I said, yo, we're going to see like Teddy's ex-wife again at some point. Like, Somehow, yeah. some way, she's gonna be brought up, and boom! Very first thing that we see on the episode, she gets the phone call from mm-hmm. Teddy, which I thought was kind of—I thought was kind of odd for the simple fact of he tells her what's going on, and like, yo, like the person that that threatened your life, and you know, in our son's life, you know, murdered my father, and you know, blah blah blah. I need you to, you know, what I'm saying, basically get ghosts. Like she was just like, okay, no sorry to hear about your dad, no none of that shit. She's just like, yo, that was cold to me. I'm sorry. Well, That's the way I took it. I I I feel you. I I I totally agree with you. But you also got to remember that you know, what I'm saying she was a part of, uh, uh, she was a part of all this shit as well. Remember, she was also a CIA agent, and so to me, you know. Knowing, remembering that, that just, I, I kind of took a pause for the cause on, on the way I was feeling about that too, because, you know what I'm saying, if anybody knows the dangers and what he's going through and all that shit, it's definitely hurt. Um, so, I, that's, that's just kind of the, the way I looked at it, at least, was just the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying, she know what kind of work that he's in. Um, and, and she knows what you know what I'm saying what can come with that and for the most part i think that you know even though they haven't um we haven't seen too much of them in the series you know she to me she's always made sure that um she's had his back no matter what and that's and that was to me like as, as the the most evident thing was the fact that he was just able to call her and let her know, like, look, you know, I know we ain't been uh, <laughs> in the in the best of situations, but I need y'all to, to get ghosts. She was with it, like, yeah, all right, uh, you got it. You know what I mean? And, and I just attributed that to the fact that, um, you know, she, she was once in his shoes. So she kind of knew what the ramifications, you know what I'm saying, could possibly be. True. I mean, this this is very true. But, like, also, like, him talking to, you know, his inside CIA agent, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's told him, like, yo, like, from experience, like, I know what it's like having a, you know, basically a complicated relationship with your father and they passed, you know, when y'all yeah. wasn't really on speaking terms. And Teddy's just like, nah, like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm good. And he was like, this is not going to affect my work or whatever. And it's like, I think even though being in that business, like a lot of people tend to die around you, I think that this shit is bothering Teddy more than he's giving off. Like he's trying Absolutely. to Yeah, like he's trying to put on this this front of like, yo, like I don't care about that dude. Like it don't fucking matter. And it's like I I think it does. I think uh-huh. it, it definitely bothers him. And but what I do think is very interesting is the whole thing with 
with his old lady because now he asked her two episodes ago, yo, like, what if I take the money and leave? Like, would you come with me? And, like, she kind of left it up in the air of, like, yo, basically, you got to make that decision. So now, like, he asked her again, like, yo, what if we just take the money and leave? And he was just saying that, you know, throughout this whole shit, like, I'm always alone. And, like, you, the, you know what I'm saying? Basically, you the one person that's the shining light in my life or whatever. And right. so they left it to where she just kind of reached out. She said, that's the most sexiest thing I've ever heard. She reached out a hand. So we didn't get an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just left it in the air of, like, like the possibilities of what them two may do. So that's why I say like I, his story to me, I took that air. as a yes though. You did. I mean, I kind of. I mean, I kind of did too. But it's just like, at the same time, do he still want to handle business first before they leave? Like, do he still want to kind of take Franklin out just to get his revenge? I would say because this is the thing. The reason why I think he do not want to leave with Franklin still being alive is the fact of there is a way somehow Franklin could possibly track down his ex-wife and his son. So Absolutely. I think, yeah, like, yeah, he, he I think he plans on. Well, I still think that, you know what, now that I think now that I'm thinking it through, the two options was. To leave with the money, and the other one was to give it all to the CIA and buy his way back in. Mm. Like now, I just think that adds a B option to it. It's just like, all right, A, take the money and leave, but B, take the money, kill Franklin and leave. Like I just think that it's like a, a combo thing now. Is that how you kind of feel about it? Um. So, at first, when he was talking to her, I kind of felt how you was feeling, like. Yeah, he, he he it seemed like he was trying to get out of there. Like like he, you know, he's lost enough at this point. And it, it seemed as if it was getting too much. But to me, once I you know what I'm saying, like as you keep watching it and and knowing his back you know what I'm saying, knowing his background and what he's done in previous seasons and everything, like I don't think Leaving is an option at this point. Um, and you brought up a great point of the fact of, you know what I'm saying, his, his ex and his, and his son, you know, basically they still they still can, can be found and got. And I think yep. him knowing that, him having to deal with that is, is probably a, a, a lot more, um, it's weighing a lot heavier than uh, what we're seeing right now, and this, this to me the scary thing is that he has a girl with him, and we mm-hmm. seen how you we seen how crazy people get. You know what I'm saying? We seen how wild people get, and to me that's not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? We seen that she got caught up early in the in the season. And he had to go yep. save her already. And 
you know, we know a little bit about it, I guess. We don't really know too much, but from what I've seen so far, like, to me, she's more so of a liability than anything. And I feel like... Ooh, you think so? Absolutely. Because remember, he when he went to her and she saved him, when she saved him when he had got shot or whatever, like, remember the shit that he was going through during that? She, you know what I'm saying? He was super drugged up and shit and the weird sex thing that they was doing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like I forgot about that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so she she already we already know she got a few marbles, you know what I'm saying, on the loose. And so like I'm not sure if um if having her around is the is the best thing, especially in a situation like this. Like in a situation like this, I feel that it's best to kind of be solo. And, you know, he got so much, from what we've seen so far, he got so much pinned against him. He got Franklin going against him. He's still trying to get in the CIA. He got Gustavo speaking behind his back. And then, not only that, shit, we still don't know about what the KGB could possibly do. See, you know that's why I was headed. Because yeah. what you just said, right? But you said you think this is something he should handle solo. Well, when he was talking to, you know what I'm saying, my dude with the K, uh, KGB, he's telling him, like, yo, like, this job gets lonely. And mm-hmm. he was like, it's an odd feeling, but, like, since you've been here, like, I have kind of haven't felt alone. And mm-hmm. so he was just telling him, like, look, go back to your superiors, tell them, yo, I made a mistake. There's nothing here. It's a dead-end road. He was like, take that person that wear that size 10 shoe in your closet. And dip out of here. And I think what that right. was was he was telling him that was me that broke in here. That was me. Like you know that like you know that I could take you out yeah. at any point. And I also know that you're gay. So I know how lonely this job can get. Take that person that you know wears that size 10 shoe, and you know what I'm saying, dip out of here. Because the next time yeah. I see you, I'm going to kill you. So mm-hmm. I think that Teddy is really in his own head because cause like you just said, he's lonely. And he mm-hmm. mentioned it to her. And he mentioned it to old dude. So I think that Teddy is really running out of options of people to be around. Because the only other person we've seen him, other than his ex-wife, Get close to like that was when he was down at what was he at uh Brazil or some shit or Cambodia uh, I forget he was like he was. Venezuela or some shit like that. Yeah, like he he had got you know what I'm saying close to this one girl down there. So I think that Teddy is just really like it's really kind of the, the point of like anybody who's really showing him the time of day. He's just kind of right. like jumping on that shit. You know what I mean? So that's what yeah. it kind of feels like, but like. That whole interaction, though, with the old dude, I don't know, man. It felt, it, it felt kind of creepy, like, because, like, he knocks on the door, and he's like, yo, unless you want to enable to hear what's going on, you know, let me in or whatnot. And then he yeah. asked him for a cup of coffee. And so my dude make him the coffee, and, like, he drank it, and he's like, oh. Shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like basically saying like this coffee is good as fuck. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. That that whole that whole interaction was 
I don't know, man. It was it was creepy to me, man. Well, so to me, not so much, like because like you got to look at it from Teddy's standpoint. You know, he he knows what what dude does. He's aware of who dude is, and you know him being an agent and everything else. Like he's went through that shit, and so he knows the stretches and all that that comes with that, and so. He to me, I looked at it like he was basically telling them, "Hey man, look, you know, we got enough going on as it is. You know what I'm saying? We had each other's heads. I know who you work for. You know who I work for. Now we can make this shit tough, and you know we can keep battling it out and going through all this shit, or you know, I could say let's fuck this whole thing. You know, let's let bygones be bygones, and." We can both get out of this motherfucker without having to deal with the shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm capable of. You know that, you know, at any given time, as you can see, I could pop up on you and it ain't really too much you could do about it. Or, you know what I'm saying? You can you can keep trying to play the long game and, and let's see where that goes. And I think dude kind of understood, understood what was going on. You know, it, it seemed as if... um. It seemed as if when he had said what he said and did what he did, he kind of, you know, he kind of understood. Like, shit, maybe I don't want to fuck with this motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, the the really good thing that they done about this season, and we spoke about this last episode with with them knowing like this is it. There's gonna be no more snowfall. The way they're writing it with leaving everybody's story open. Mm-hmm. Because when Teddy left there, he left without an answer. When they left Teddy and old girl, we left that scene without an answer. The only answer that we got was, and it was a, a half-ass answer, but was with Louis and um and Jerome, which we'll get to later. But mm-hmm. well, we did get another answer. But I still feel like there's. I think there's there's more meat to that, and that's via her mom. Like her mom, the whole scene of you know getting her bags and V bags taken off of the plane when she's trying to talk V into leaving with her, and yeah. and you know raising the baby together, and then V's like like nah, and then she go over the the whole shit of like what it was like for her when she was with her mom growing up and her being left in jail and. You know, and all this other shit. Like she's kind of looking at it like, like Franklin is the only person who has, like, been there for me and like cared about my needs, and he's doing anything possible to give me the life that I want. And right, when it comes to her mom, like she's looking at all of the missteps that happened over there, and so mm-hmm. she's not looking at Franklin as like a misstep. She's looking at him like, yo, he made this money. Somebody took it. And he's doing anything necessary to get that fucking money back. So Yeah, because she did kind of warn her, like, you know, I've been with men like that and, you know, they don't stop until they get what, you know, they want and then even then there's still no, you know, saying given that he's going to stop. But the the thing to me is I think V understands that Franklin is 
um, a lot more calculated than her, you know, feel like than what her mom knows. And and because you know she um because she knows that about Franklin, and because I, you know, what I'm saying she has that respect for Franklin. I think that when her mom was saying that to her, it really didn't strike a chord with it like her mom probably wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, you know, that, that made sense. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. They got the weirdest relationship, man. That is a very weird yeah, mother-daughter absolutely. relationship. And Absolutely. I mean, but but even then, like, yeah, she gave the answer that she was going to, you know, stay with Franklin. And Franklin told her in the car, like, yo, like, you made the right decision, you know, by basically staying with me or whatever, whatnot. But, like, there's, I don't know, man, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of things that's left for speculation until the next episode come out. Um, yeah. You know, seeing, seeing the scene and, oh, so I got a question for you, right? Mm-hmm. So Franklin and V goes to the projects to go talk to, you know what I'm saying, his mom, Wanda, and um and Leon. And so he told, you know, his mom about what happened, what he did, and, you know, all this type of shit. So he's like, yo, mom, like, won't you because he said that, yo, like, I don't think that he's gonna come to the projects or whatever to try to get Leon. But the one part that got me that I wanted to ask you about was he was like, yo, y'all can't go to such and such and you can't go to the shelter. My question to you is, do you think with Wanda just, just sitting around, not having anything to do, not being able to go to the shelter to help people, do you think she can have a misstep in this whole little thing? Mm-hmm. Because you also gotta you also gotta add, now Jerome is dead. We saw how that shit affected Leon in that moment too. Yeah. So, do you think that she can make a have a misstep to try to ease that pain? You know what I mean. Like, do you think that her not being able to move like she want to move, and Leon mm-hmm. is you know about to bring that emotion, you know what I'm saying, back home? And then you also gotta understand Franklin's mama. She just lost her brother. Yep. So they can bring some, so, you know what I'm saying, some emotional moments at the crib. That's true. That is true. Um, so I think that out of everybody, Sissy is gonna be the one that um handles it the best. Um throughout all of the seasons, throughout this whole series, um we on her to always be the one that was kind of um that was always kind of center, and you know saying she never really you know wavered on on too much of anything. Um, I think with Wanda, I don't think that she's gonna go back with that. And the only reason I say that is because to me, it wouldn't make sense for her to. Like there there's no I don't really see a um how can I put it? I don't really see a reason for them to write her off to be able to go back into that. 
And only because of this, you know what I'm saying, everything is ended. Mm-hmm. But I what I what I feel is that her new, you know what I'm saying, her going off the Ghana, her seeing life in a different light, her being exposed to something else, I think that is gonna be um her strength. I think that's what's gonna keep her from um from going through that. And then not only that, remember the one scene um a few episodes back where she was walking outside and they were spray painting the, the crackhead. Yeah, or whatever. And she had she kind of you know broke that up. She was like, you know, what are y'all doing? Like this ain't this ain't cool. And she was trying to help the lady or whatever. So I think she was her thing right now is just trying to find a purpose. And I don't I don't think that she's gonna dive back into that because she knows where that's gonna lead. And not only that, she's married now with Leon, and. She, she just has to me. It just seems as if she has a whole different, um, a whole different stance with everything else. Like she, she's been exposed to a lot more than just, you know, living in LA and being on dope. So, I think that's gonna be her backbone. But as far as the Jerome situation, I, I honestly think Sissy is gonna be the one that's gonna handle it the best. I think that honestly. He's gonna be the one that that keeps everything steady, or as steady as possible. Look, man, I hope so. Then when I said this, it's, it wasn't a belief that I had. It was just more of like mm-hmm. I felt like she used the shelter as you know something to keep her mind. Cause like like Sissy told her, like my man, he did everything to keep himself busy and like helping people mm-hmm. was something that helped him you know, keep his mind off of it. And I was just saying that with all the emotion that's about to come there and then she can't go anywhere to you know, well, cope with that in different ways. Wait a minute. I don't think Franklin know about Wanda. What do you mean don't know about Wanda? I mean, not Franklin. I don't think Teddy know about Wanda. Yeah, but like I think that I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I think that he's just going to, I think he don't want anybody to go to the shelter. Um, but see, okay, so I, I know what you're saying, but to me, right, that wouldn't make sense because him not knowing anything about Wanda that we know of, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken because I don't, I honestly don't remember any interaction between him and Wanda whatsoever, or him and you know what I'm saying? Even when Leon was with her, I still don't remember any, you know what I'm saying, talks about Wanda and Teddy. And so, like, him not knowing that, that's, I mean, she could, she could really be the only one to maneuver about, honestly. It's possible. I think that's something, I think that's something that we can keep an eye on for the next four episodes. Yeah. Of, like, absolutely, she's a person that could possibly get close to him. And he won't see it coming because he don't really know who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good point. Because I mean, because I mean, like, if you think about it, unless, well, nah, because now, now it's gonna be different. I'm, I'm tripping. Because we leaving out the factor of Louis, and Louis might give up some information and talk about some shit that, you know, what I'm saying, could could definitely be detrimental. So, 
I really don't know about that yet. But so as far as I know, I don't think he knows about Wanda. And I think even, you know what I'm saying, with everything going on, I think that she could still be in there um, and be okay as long as, you know, Teddy is not aware of, uh, of, of her presence right now. I mean, this this is true, but I, I still think that this is something that we definitely can keep an eye on because the the whole thing of Franklin now going to Gustavo, now Gustavo has finally made a decision. Um, he had, and I, it was quick and there was no words, but that one scene was very telling when they showed Gustavo getting yelled at by the DEA agent and nobody said nothing. Like, the sound yeah. wasn't there. It was just the fact that the dude was yelling. And I think that that's was Gustavo just, like, tuning, you know what I'm saying, tuning this shit out. I'm like, I'm not working with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then they, show, then they show us him talking to his girl and telling her, like, you know, what's going on with Franklin, which he's very honest with her, number one, by, by saying yeah. that. You know, uh, she was like, where's Franklin now? He's in, you know, in Kansas killing Teddy's dad. She was like, so you think you can trust this dude? And, like, he was like, you know, he's really the only person that can get me out of this whole situation with the other organizations that I'm dealing with. So. Because uh-huh. he the key to everything. Yeah, yeah. Because he's really in the middle. Like, you know, he was the one that's getting the most. He's the one that's putting in the toughest situations because. Yep. He doesn't want, like, he's trying to figure out a way. How can I get my family out of here? Because, like, Franklin is the answer to the riddle that the girl came up with when they were sitting in the car. When she was like, mm-hmm. find a way to get this shit done. I don't want to leave, and I don't want to be in witness protection. Absolutely. Now, gr- granted, with this being the way that it is, that she's still going to kind of be on the run, but the only people, I think the only which people is, that which will, is another reason I still believe that she she's able. You think the the girl that Gustavo's with is an agent? Oh no 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 no! Never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I thought we were talking about V. Never mind, I thought we were talking about V. Oh no no no! I'm talking about I'm talking about Gustavo's girl. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes, so Gustavo goes to Franklin and he's like, Yo, you remember when you said you'd give me the 10 mil? He was like, Yeah. And so he's like, So he's like, um, Give me, like, you know, I want, I want that 10 or whatever, whatnot. And, you know, I get you Teddy. And he was like, Well, you know, my situation, I can't get my hands on 10 right now, but I can give you one. And he was mm-hmm. like, you know, what else you need? He was like, I need passports for me and my family. So he gives him a connect. And then he's like, you got to promise me that you killed Teddy because I don't want to be able to look. I don't want to look over my back because right. he knows Teddy's the only person that will go over and beyond to find him. I think if he okay. disappears. Do you, do you think that. And this just popped up as you were talking about this. Do you think that this is the first time we see Gustavo, um, like literally say fuck all this, take that money and just dip? 
I think so. I, but, I was just thinking about that as you were saying that. But this is my thing. My question is, if Franklin pulls this off, mm-hmm. is he going to hit Gustavo with nine more million? Because the original plan... I think he will. I think he will. I'm telling you, I, I really think, because I think the one thing that went under the radar with that episode is like everybody is so, everyone was so caught up on the Tiger, but not mm-hmm. the events that was going on around Absolutely. that episode. Absolutely. And I think that they really got a connection with each other that a bond that, that won't be broken because both of them saw that they was both willing to die for each other. You know what I'm saying? And they was willing to keep their mouth shut to keep this, you know what I'm saying, this oil machine running. So, right. Franklin's like, yo, that's the easiest promise I can make to you. Like, yeah. I get my hands on Teddy, like, Teddy's out of here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's more than just him killing his father. It's more of like, okay, so you killed my father, but then at the same time, you robbed me for $70 million? Come on, man. Can't have What's this. It? I- I think I think you know what I'm saying on top of that too. You know, at the end of the day, like bro, you the reason I'm in this position to begin with, and that's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because you know what I'm saying all of these opportunities I've been having wouldn't be possible. You know what I'm saying as quick as they have been coming without Teddy being involved, but at the same time, yo, I wouldn't be in none of this shit. If you would have never popped up in my life. And so I I honestly feel like, you know, like you said, yeah, Franklin is the is the is the one, the only one truthfully, who can take Teddy out. Not only that, yo, Teddy, he really turned Franklin into a monster. Whether it's directly or indirectly. This is really his creation, and I think it's really gonna come back to bite him in the end. I think we're kind of seeing that because, like, look, look at what he's putting his family through right now. Like, his father's done. Mm-hmm. Now his son is about to be on the run when he never had to be before. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a lot of shit that's about to start crumbling around Teddy, and like, and that's what Absolutely. Franklin is counting on. He's like. What I'm counting on is this heat, this pressure that I'm putting on him. Eventually, he's going to crack. He's going to make a mistake. And that is what Franklin's counting on because they both know that each other is very smart. They're both very intelligent. But what he's counting on is with all the emotional shit that's going on with Teddy right now, he's going to make a mistake somewhere. And when he does, yeah. I'm going to be there to clean his ass up. So I think that that's what Absolutely. he's counting on. So that part, yeah, that part is very interesting. So, and, all right, man, you ready to get into the shit or you got something else? Um, Just to, just to follow up with that real quick, though, I also feel like um, there's, a, there's a possibility that Gustavo may be next. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he, he really made me late. But I am ready to get into it, though. Let's do this. So, 
Louis at home freaking out. I don't know where the fuck he at. This, that, this, that. Then we hear a fucking crash outside. It's Jerome. He's drunk as fuck. And Louis is like, look, you can't even stand up straight. We'll talk about this shit tomorrow. He's like, hell no. We're talking about this shit right now. And so he's telling her, like, yo, like, I'm out. I'm packing my shit. I'm going to Jamaica. Give me a ticket to Kingston. I'm out this bitch. And so she's like, nah, you know, you ain't doing that. You drunk and all the type shit. And then he tells her what she's been needing to hear forever. Like, yo, he was like, first of all, he says this shit ain't worth it. And not only is it not worth it, he was like, you knew I only stay in this shit because of you. He was like, I'm tired of the killing. I'm tired of getting shot at. And he was like, if you really love me, you would get out of this shit with me. And he was like, I've done everything that I could to try to please you. He was like, I know you fucked up. And he was like, and I tried to, I tried to fix you. And mm -hmm. I couldn't. And I thought that that was a full circle moment, man, of like why Louis may not be as well liked because when you think back of like even Franklin had said it when they was arguing at that table and he put a gun on him, like, yo, you had to go down to this club and pull your woman away from another woman. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like. Throughout these six seasons, we never seen Jerome really pay any other women any attention. Louis was the one who fucked around on him. Louis was the one who always put Jerome in these situations that he don't want to be in. And Jerome, yeah, I think the reason that he always followed was because he was trying to do whatever he could possible to keep his wife happy. And nothing Absolutely. was never fucking good enough. And Absolutely. that's why I've always felt for Jerome because he's going over and beyond for his woman, but she's not doing she's not showing a favor. You know what I'm saying? This is this is really, you know what I'm saying, becoming a real life motherfucking Will and Jada situation. Where it's like she, <laughs> like she, dude, she's the wrong person for him, man. I'm telling you, yeah. And yeah. she's, I don't want to say. Well, if you think about it, if you think about it this way, I'm doing a lot of talking. I'm gonna shut up. If you look at it this way, because I was about to say she's the reason that Jerome is dead, but then you can kind of say, oh, well, Franklin said this, 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 nah, nah, nah. But he said, yo, I'm out. I'm going to Jamaica. And if you love me, you'll leave with me now. She could have been like, all right, let's go. Yep. I'm just saying. What's some of your thoughts on some of this shit, man? Okay, so um, let's go back to the first episode of the season. Either the first or second episode of the season. The premiere. Let's just say the premiere. Um, remember, they was talking to Scully. Scully said, you know, make sure that the aura is clean and get the karma together and all that other shit because you never know, you know what I'm saying, when everything can strike. And he handed them the two origami uh, birds or whatever. And remember, 
she I forgot what she said, but she crumbled her bird up and threw it on the ground. And when that happened, I came on here and I said, I think she is on her way out of here. And to me, that was a um that was a, a, a clear that was a clear um that was a you know that was, it was clear that she was gonna be on her way out of there. But to see now what ends what ended up happening, um you can you can totally say this is all her fault, right? So she gets caught. Well fact rewind past that. Rewind back rewind back. They he goes, he tells her about herself. Not only does he tell her about herself, he say he ready to go, he ready to get out of this shit, let's end it, let's do it. Like you said, she was like, I gotta I, I still gotta make a drop that the dog supposed to make a drop to sell He, you know, fuck it, I do it. You go and, and do whatever you gotta do, I go make the drop. She ends up getting caught. In the midst of getting caught, Kane asked her. Give me the cops. Kane asked, give me the cops. And what does she do? She don't give up Bucky. Don't give him up. Why won't you give up the cop? You know what I'm saying? That that was that was I'm glad that you brought that up. Because what is the big deal of not giving up the cop? Because it was interesting the fact that Kane didn't ask for Jerome. Even though when Franklin and Jerome, not Franklin and Jerome, but when Franklin and Kane was having that conversation about like, yo, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to take out, you know what I'm saying, your uncle and that bitch Louie. And I think that he, I think that Kane had more of a grudge with Louis than he did with Jerome. And for him to ask to give up the cop, well, it could have been a situation where he wanted to save Jerome for last. So he was like, I fucked Louis up. I fucked the cop up. And then I get Jerome later. That could be the situation. But that is very, that's, man, I forgot about that. That was a really good point that you made by bringing up the fact of like she did not want to give up the cop. Now at the same time, Louis could be looking at the whole situation like, "Yo, I'm not no snitch for number one, and then for number two, you're gonna kill me regardless. So I'm not going to get anybody else killed to satisfy what you're trying to do." So that's also another way of looking at that situation is to look at it like that's something that's always interesting in movies and TV shows and shit like that, where they are torturing a, per a person for them to give up somebody. In our actuality, they're going to kill them anyway. So it's like, what's the point of getting somebody else killed? if you don't necessarily have to, and not only if you don't have to, but at the same time, why give you what you want? So it, it's, it's more of like not snitching to not let this person be satisfied 
within completing the mission that they're trying to accomplish. I, I think that this is one of those things, man. It, it could just be, I don't know if, if it's necessarily a thing with the cop. I think that it's mm-hmm. just more of like, you're going to kill me any fucking way. But so this I'm, is the thing, I'm, though. Okay. This is the thing, though. Because remember, Franklin came in there. Franklin was right there. Yeah. And she tried to give and, up Teddy. Exactly. But my thing is, though, why, why would she think that Franklin would stoop so low as to really let her get caught up like that? And that, and that's my. This has always been my thing about me, right? Because she, it, it seems like ever since she's had that interaction with Teddy, she's always had this chip on her shoulder. And a lot of the shit that happened is really because of her. So not only do you have the situation with her getting caught in everything else, not only do you have a situation with her doing the shit with Kane and, and, and going to get Kane and all this other shit, she, she really has brought a lot of this shit on herself, right? So the, the, the encounter that she had with Franklin, and when Franklin, quote-unquote, pulled the gun on her. She uh-huh. knew Franklin wasn't going to pull that trigger. And she knew Franklin wasn't going to pull that trigger because of Jerome. Yep. And what did she do instead? She went back and tried to turn Jerome on Franklin. Not really, try, but... This whole thing... And, and, I mean, she, she kind of did, really. But yeah. really, through this whole thing, she's been playing chess with Jerome, and Jerome just don't know. It just seemed like he had, he, he just was none the wiser. And and like you said, she's always put him in, in dumbass situations. Not only that, when she was dealing with Teddy, and she was going through all that shit, you could tell she had a chip on her shoulder because when Franklin came back, she tried to play, she tried to boss up on Franklin. And remember when they when her and Jerome was having a conversation, she was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? When Franklin went down, I was the one who stepped up. I was the one who took control of everything. And these motherfuckers out here on the street, they speak to you more than they even look at me. And it's like, See, what, mm-hmm. did, what do you expect? What did you expect? First and foremost, the people that do know you, they know that you was, a, you was an addict. And you were fucking with old girl at the bar. That's how they really knew you. They knew you as old girl's play toy. In the street. Yep. Everybody knew Jerome because Jerome was OG. And so even in that situation, a lot of times, yo, Jerome going to get the respect anyway because they can just take it from you. You seen how happy and... she was in the situation to begin with. Yep. See, you you got to it before I could get to it. Like that that conversation that they had that morning was like she was just saying that you know what I'm saying that she don't have self respect and she's willing to die for it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's telling Jerome like, "Yo, if you want to leave, you can leave, but just give me time." And he's t- he told her that night like the money's not worth it, and she's talking about, mm-hmm. "Well, let me you know get with Teddy." 
and you know try to get you know the money out of Panama or whatever the case may be because she was like she was scared of Teddy. But at the same time, listening to the things that matter to her, they just don't equal up to what matters to Jerome. And I think that I think that Jerome in that instance had made that decision, but once he once he realized that she got that Kane got her or whatever, it's like all that shit flipped back. And well, I mean, he with, still he still got you know what I'm saying? He still loved her at the end of the day. That's his girl. So to me, yeah. that was always his that was always his Achilles heel in the in the whole thing was the fact that the love he had for her. Because he was willing to do anything for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was literally willing to do anything for her. And I feel like throughout this whole thing, his whole Achilles heel throughout this whole series has always been love. He's always took the back seat to whether it's been Sissy, Franklin, Alton, or Louis. You know what I'm saying? He's always been the one to, to, you know what I'm saying, be back there for everybody. Even remember, he went as far as fighting Franklin because Louis got shot. Yeah. And he was about to go, he was about to go ride, and Franklin like, nah, don't do it. He like, look, nigga, get out of my way. I'm about to go, I'm about to go get this retribution. And you know what I'm saying? Franklin saved him that time. Not only that, you know what I'm saying? The 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 whole thing of Louis getting shot. He took a backseat again because Black Diamond and, and what's her name, Dallas. Yep, start working with Franklin. Cool with them. Yep. Yeah, he had to get cool with them, even though he he had the you know what I'm saying he had the feelings he had towards them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you could tell like with the whole respect thing. I know that you know what I'm saying she was talking about how she didn't feel respected and blah 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 whatever whatever. But shit, if you think about it, shit, the motherfucker who, if you really look at it, the least respected was always Jerome. You know what I'm saying? Like even the fact that he got he had Buckley out here working and doing what he was doing, and Jerome was late to that party. Yep, because she was doing that shit behind you know behind so, um his back. Absolutely. So it, it's like to me, you know. If anybody was the one that really put him in that position, it's always really been Louis. You know what I'm saying? Like she's always been putting him in, in those situations. Even going back, back, back early in the series when she was dealing with the, the lady that owned the bar, and you know what I'm saying? He was the one who, you know what I'm saying, had to deal with all that shit. And so he's always been the one to stick his neck out. And it seems like if you really think about it. She's never ever had to stick her neck out for him for real. It's not that she never had to, it's she never chose to. That because right, there, right. there, yeah, there are different instances where she could have, but she chose mm-hmm. to do what she wanted to do. And so well, that conversation ended up leading was she got a page from Scully because the drop had to be done. And so he's mm-hmm. like, yo, I do this drop, but I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm leaving. And yeah. so he told her to go clear her head so that only could mean one thing, go to the stables. So she go to the stables, came, people go scoop her up or whatever. 
and Jerome is with Scully. And so he finds out what's going on. Leon pages him. He goes over and he sees Franklin there and he do the whole thing, put the gun to his head. And Franklin's like, yo, if I would have told you, you would have went in there guns blazing and you would have been yep. killed instantly. Same thing he was about to do with Black Diamond. Exactly. Yep. The same exact thing. So he, he knows Jerome. So they come up with a plan. They go in there and the one thing that is wild is so Kane's whole plan is to basically turn Louis out again. Get a whole bunch of dudes who just got out. And so the one dude that he called, he called the old pimp dude, you know what I'm saying, with the long perm and everything. Hey, that motherfucker said, he said, yo, do something so I don't get that die slow. <laughs> Man, hey, I was like, yeah. No, that, dude was that funny. nigga said that nigga said put the rubber on me so I don't get that dashboard. Yo, that dude. But that was how the Louis worst acting in this whole thing. Yeah, say. he was terrible. That he dude. He yeah. He he was worse than um Kane's guy that went to go try to kill when he went to Louis and um went to Jerome mm-hmm. saying that he was gonna go kill them. Mm-hmm. That was worse. So she does the whole thing of like, yo, like I know them scars that you got. She was like, you probably know suck more dick for bills than anybody. He was, she was like, who turned you out? Your sister or your mom? So like, this dude is dealing with trauma from from back in the day. And Louie, she knows it because she was him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She was able mm-hmm. to call him out because that's I'm pretty sure his childhood was probably similar to hers. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the things where hurt people are able to identify other hurt people. So he was not affected by that conversation. And so, you know, Leon and fucking Leon, Franklin, Scully, like everybody, Jerome, all of them, they go in there. The plan is working out. Now, I got to say this. All right. We killed Jews for it, so we got to kill Snowfall for it. Uh-huh. Jerome had a thirty-eight, my guy. It's only six hey rounds man. in there. Hey man, hey man, hey man. <laughs> I already know. I already know. <laughs> hey. I already know. Jerome. They had, a, they had a hell of a John Wick moment. Yo, Jerome let out by twenty-eight shots off of a six-shot revolver, man. <laughs> hey, and hit and hit. Everybody except for two shots. It was only 12 <laughs> niggas at the party. It was only 12 niggas at the party, bro. Franklin killed two. Yo, they got to like, stop man, with this, God man. Damn. Hey, man. They got to stop with this, man. Come on, man. Like, even even in video, I mean, even in video <laughs> games, you reload in video games, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. But see, the thing is, it's so funny because it's like in the heat of the moment, you're so caught up in what's happening that you don't pay attention to it at first. Until you yeah. see him flash the gun and you look, you like, this motherfucker got a revolver. Yeah. <laughs> like, this motherfucker let off that many shots. Nah, nah, I was, I'm with you on that one. I seen that shit, bro. I was looking like, all right, man, come on now. But 
to me, it, it's just one of them things, like, I understood what it was for. You know, you had to do the build up to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I felt like without Jerome coming in, doing what he did, him getting shot wouldn't have been as, you know what I'm saying, as poetic. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, Jerome come in and he bu- he busts my dude through the door. So that's number one. Oh man! And so he comes in. Which he comes real quick. I'm sorry. Which was which was I was so happy when that nigga died. <laughs> we do not need to see him in another episode ever at all. Um. So he busts in and. And like I say, Kane tried to have the OG conversation with Jerome. He was like, yo, Jerome, man, you know how this shit go. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't think that he really necessarily had that much of a beef with a guy like Jerome. I think he, that this was I'm more... You, his beef was his, his beef was never... And this is why another reason why I say I don't think he was going to kill Louis. His beef was never with him. He wanted Buckley. Remember, he had her right there. He could have killed her right then and there. He said, fuck all that. Give me the cop. I want the cop because I know the cop has something to do with it. True, but then what? What? So let me ask you, do, we, do you think, what do you think this is about? So he telling uh-huh. Jerome, he got the gun to Louis' head and he was like, you know, I could put one in her and he was like, yeah, when you do that, then I could put one in you. Mm-hmm. But he pushes her down and starts shooting at Jerome. Why not just because kill him? I'm telling you, because he didn't. I'm t- that's what I'm saying. He never wanted to kill them. I told you this, and that's why. That's why I, I'm adamant. I've always been adamant at that, bro. He he never had beef with them. Even when he was talking to Franklin, if you think about it, bro, they could have went. They could have been win at Louis and Jerome. He knew that. Franklin knew that. He could have been with that Louis and Jerome. They wanted the cop because they know the cop was the one that came in and set up that house. That's really, that's, that's really Kane, that was Kane's beef from the get-go, for real. The cop was the one that yeah, ran, down the, ran down on him and shot. The cop was the one that shot up the house. That's the mm-hmm. one he's been after this whole time. He only been trying to get the Franklin, I mean, Louis and Jerome because he knew that the cop was the one that because Franklin said that's the one that they was dealing with. They was behind the whole thing. But because the conversation that they had, to me, that was even more telling of the way Kane felt because, like you said, he had to he had the OG talk with Jerome. He ain't wanna he ain't even wanna have that situation. And then when he told her, like, yo, you know what I'm saying, we already know how this is gonna go. You know what I'm saying? You try to shoot me, I put one in her, you are you don't want that. And he was trying to get out of that situation with, you know what I'm saying? Look, really, to me, I feel like if he would have been like, bro, I just want the cop. All that could have been solved right then and there. I feel like if he'd have went up to Jerome and talked to Jerome one-on-one, he'd have got the cop. You know what I'm saying? Well, Jerome never liked him anyway. But, but even still, because... I. And, and you got to remember, at this point, this shit is all about survival. So I felt like if he had came to Jerome or sent something to Jerome, I mean, sent something to one of his runners to tell Jerome, look, we just want the cop. We don't even want nothing to do with y'all for real. 
I feel like Jerome would have gave it up because he's been trying to get out of this shit forever. When they first went to the stables, he tried to get her to get out of there and tried to get her to move out and go do something. You know what I'm saying? So that conversation ain't even that ain't even a new conversation. So he could have definitely found a way to go, you know what I'm saying, to talk to one of them and make something happen. I feel like him pushing Louie on the ground and even shooting at Jerome kind of lets you know where his head was at in the thing. Because he didn't want to kill Louie for real. He just wanted to know where the fuck the cop was. They wouldn't, she wouldn't give him up. And because she wouldn't give him up, we've seen what happened. Jerome ended up getting shot. Jerome ended up dying. As far as we know, Jerome ended up dying. Dude, Louie is like the most toxic person on this whole fucking series, yo. Absolutely. Like so she much bullshit has show. happened simply because of her and the decision that she made. It's to the mm-hmm. point where all of Jerome's beefs are because of Louis. Everybody liked Jerome. Absolutely. Nobody Absolutely. has a problem with Jerome, but everybody got a problem with Louis. Yeah. Like even even the whole fact of like she said, I knew going to Teddy would piss Franklin off. But I didn't know Teddy would go and do that to Franklin. Well, you know what? Franklin would have thought two steps ahead and been like and frankly would have had could, he would have had their best interest at heart regardless yes. of what so I think Louis Louis jumped the gun and she mm-hmm. fucked it up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because but she's not so even that. you bring up a great point because like you said, nobody has beef with Jerome like that. Even remember when Kane was like, yo, I wanna know where your uncle is and his bitch of a wife. Like, listen to how they talked about it. Yeah. So it wasn't never, it wasn't never no beef with Jerome for real. That's why I said, like, I feel, I feel like they could have pieced that shit up. Look, give me the cop. We could call that shit a, a fucking rap. Yep. This is so true. So we see the scene. You know what I'm saying? They both, you know, kill each other. Jerome gets gets the dramatic death of still standing there with two in his chest, mm. and like we was we was speaking about this off air, and this is not an over exaggeration. This is not no prisoner of the moment. From what I've seen, especially the last two seasons of what we have seen Jerome go through, I think Jerome. Deserves an Emmy for best supporting actor, man. Like absolutely, the uh, performance I mean, that he has he been putting on. He definitely needs that for sure. Yeah, the performance that he has been putting on has been phenomenal. I mean, this dude is teary eyed all the time as of late. Like, mm-hmm. like just his mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? Like before, even before he stopped the car and got out. You know what I mean? Like, like he, like he just—he has been. He's really still in the show now. Don't get me wrong; depths and interest is, is is killing this shit. But like, as of late, like Jerome has been still in the scenes, man. Oh, well, Amon yeah, Joseph, I mean, he has been. He, you know, he, the, yeah. The, yeah, the the dope the dope thing about it is, you know what I'm saying? I seen the um the um eighty five South Show pod 
with um, Isaiah John, and he was talking about this season how, and I'm, I'm assuming they um, they did it like once the season like just wrapped right before we, you know, what I'm saying aired or whatever, because he wasn't really talking. To, they weren't really talking about the actual episode. He was just talking about how dope this season is going to be. But he had mentioned that um, Amin Joseph was the one that was directing this season, and so. Um, he was talking about how he had directed the season and he was talking about how, you know, he really was putting, you know what I'm saying, like he was really putting his arm into it. But to see um, just this season specifically, how much Jerome was, uh, you know what I'm saying, like he was a major character in this season. You know what I'm saying? From the from the beginning to the, well, from the beginning up until this episode, like he really played his part. Not only that, like we've seen him go through so many different emotions and moods throughout this particular season that yo, you if he don't get an Emmy or at least a nomination, like what are we talking about at this point? I'm serious, like what are we talking about at this point? From the the when you kill Black Diamond from from the diner. To, you know what I'm saying? The conversation he had with Louis to when he was at the, the, the car shop. I mean, like, bro, like he really has put on a clinic, man. So I I 100% agree with you. He, he at least got to get a nomination, bro. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And then what we always knew, I mean, it was evident on the screen. We knew that him and Jerome, Jerome and Franklin just you know, they're having a disagreement. They both, both of their egos is playing out. Like, neither one of them was going to do anything to each other. But to see his reaction to seeing, you know what I'm saying, his uncle on the ground like that, like, yeah. like that shit hurt him, man. Like, it, it really did. I and mean, really to see all their reactions, though. Yeah, everybody was, everybody was fucked up. Jer- Jerome was, even though he was a person that was, kind of being walked on but he was mm-hmm. really like the glue mm-hmm. of the operation man like he was the most well liked person Absolutely. he was the OG mm-hmm. I felt like everybody respected him for the point of like Louis being the person that she was nobody called him out for because mm-hmm. remember dude called right. Leon out like yo you left with a crackhead came back with a wife mm-hmm People knew about Louis' background, but nobody never yeah. said anything to Jerome. You know what I'm saying? Well, to disrespect except for, him. Except for Franklin. Yeah, but that was one of those. I think that was just the, the below the belt shit to where yeah. like they, they, they would just at each other's necks. But Absolutely. that's just one of those situations where, you know what I'm saying, you have a fight with your uncle, you have a fight with your dad, your mom, you throw some shit out there, you know what I'm saying, to hurt their feelings or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, everybody know it's all love. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And, and then Franklin pulled a gun on him a couple episodes back. Jerome mm-hmm. turned around and put a gun out on him. Nothing happened, yep. yo. Right. Like, they, right. Fucking, they fucking loved each other. And they just went through one of those little riffs where, you know what I'm saying, that you would have with a sibling or uncle or whatever. And it just just took a little longer, and and they never was able to fix it. And I think that that's going to affect him as well. Is the fact that when Jerome died, 
he never got to fix it. You know what I mean? So I think that that's something that we could see later. Man, um, I I know what you're saying, but and and I'm sure that Franklin ain't gonna look at it this way. But I feel like he did fix it though, because even in even in a situation like this, even with them two going at it the way they went at it and beefing the way that they were beefing, this whole time he could have gave them up to Kane. He could have told them. He should have. He could have told. Kane everything. Even the even the fact that she got caught up at the stables, if you think about it, that was really an accident. Because he didn't really want to let Kane know where they was at. Remember, like, when, when he gave them the stables, that was really supposed to be a decoy, and he seen that because of the cowboy show that was on TV. He didn't think that they was going to the stables no time soon, especially with everything that they had going on. So that was just his way of being like, man, I could buy some time by doing that. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can definitely get, you know what I'm saying? Um, came distracted, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, I gotta leave and go handle some business. And I feel like if I can get them to the stables where I know Louis and Jerome ain't gonna be, then by the time I get back from doing what I gotta do, I can at least, you know what I'm saying, go from there. And and you know, like I said, her going there, that was, I don't think that was even a thought in Franklin's mind. And I don't, even though, you know what I'm saying, he, like I said, he was beefing with Jerome, he was beefing with Louis too, I don't think he wanted nothing bad to happen to them at the end of the day. Um, and I feel the same way about Jerome. I can't say the same about Louis though, because I don't know where the fuck Louis head was. But I feel like Jerome definitely wouldn't want nothing bad to happen to his nephew. Because even at the diner, when they talked about what they talked about, he was talking about how shit, like, nigga, I stepped up and helped raise you. You know what I'm saying? Even though your dad was there, your mom was there, like, nigga, I took you up under my wing because my sister needed me. And I wasn't going to let, you know what I'm saying, her go through nothing. And I wasn't going to let her pride and joy go through nothing either. And so, you know what I'm saying, seeing that, that just kind of let me know, like, yo, they still had a, they still had some type of connection there. But I feel like Franklin definitely kind of, he, they didn't piece it up, but he kind of did his part because he told Jerome, like, nah, we going, we going to get her, bro. I'm not about to let her die. Not on my watch. I mean, yeah, she, you know what I'm saying? She got beat up better than bruised a little bit, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to let her die. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna let him just rag her out like that. And I, I, I felt like he that did Franklin some type of justice. I agree with you. And to put a button on it, I think that you are 100% right. I think that he knew that Louis and Jerome was hiding out, that they wouldn't go to the Staples. Mm-hmm. I just think that he didn't account for that conversation that he had with her, telling her to go clear her head. And that's really the only place that she could go to clear her head was the stable. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I think that Franklin was just sending them down an empty street and come to find out Louie ended up being at the end. So yep. yep, I think you're right about yep. that, man. I agree, man. But rest Jerome, in peace to Jerome Saint, man. Jerome Jamming Saint, man. Absolutely, man. That's that's a hard pill to swallow, man. I thought he was gonna at least be be there to the end. But um man, we already know you know what I'm saying? They don't need to do fire flames, man. Like I said, I think this is the top five episode. Um, and I'm sure you feel like this is one of the best oh, episodes yeah. as well. 
You know what I'm saying? This is a this is a man, that writing room, they did their thing on this one. But um let's go ahead and get into the coming soon, man, and sort of this thing out, man. So let's, let's, let's do it. Let's go. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. So what we got coming up next, my brother? So we got an appreciation uh, appreciation episode coming up, man. We got someone and dude, let me tell you something. I do got a project for you, man, this weekend mm-hmm. because of the person that we're doing. So the person that we're doing for an appreciation episode is we're doing Julianne Moore. And um, we all know her IMDb is fucking crazy. Like She has been around for a long time. And really everything that I've always seen her in, I've never seen her really give a bad performance before. Um, but you need to watch that Sharper movie, man, on, on Apple Plus, man. I'm telling you. Okay. That shit, that okay. shit is fire, man. It is fire. And she she I'm does a really good job in that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think that I think that this one, man, I, I think she's one of those slept on people. Like I've never heard. I don't really keep up with it like that, but I've never heard her get like an Oscar or anything like that. But I think that she's just one of those people who, possibly, but I I think she's just very, very consistent. I think that's Mm -hmm. something like once we really get into the episode and really like deep dive into her IMDb, I think that what we're going to learn about her is that she's very consistent at what she does. I agree. I agree, man. I can't, I definitely can't wait to do this and then, um. She's been in some. She's been in some movies that I um, was surprised to see her in, um, and she's actually played some roles that I was surprised to see her in as well. So, um, can't wait to dive into that on the next episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you thought this episode of Snowfall was amazing, um, if you just like us hate movies, or you know, <laughs> you just wanted to get some words out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Piece it up with Jerome. Hit us up on the socials, man. Twitter and Instagram at VA9Pod. You can hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group as well. Um, also, um, if you want to hit me up personally, you can find me on Twitter at Steve Bronson. I have a link to in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at S.Foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Follow the podcast 28 Minutes or Less. Um, what I put out last episode, I did that poker face joint, that Peacock original. But be on the lookout for the episode. Uh, it's gonna be coming very soon. So, uh, that's all I got, man. That's what's up, brother. Um, hey, listen, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for your support. You already know without you, there could be no us. Um, and you know what I'm saying. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, you tell a friend to tell a friend, man. But, you know, until the next episode, like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut.